Welcome to this special Passover episode of the program Watch Therefore. It's Passover season, and I have a special Passover teaching, part of which comes from our Rwanda Pastors Conference. And I know some of our viewers actually prayerfully and are financially supporting those conferences. Thank you. And here's um, part of the teaching from those. First, let's have a word of prayer. Oh, Father in heaven, in our great Messiah Jesus' name, thank you, Yeshua Adonai, our Lord Jesus. Thank you that we're saved in this special hour. You've placed us. Oh, thank you, Lord. Bless us now. Bless every viewer tremendously, Lord. Amen and amen. Well, nine powerful plagues of wrath had swept from the Lord across the mightiest nation on earth, Egypt. And one more is on its way. And why this wrath? Because Pharaoh, the leader of Egypt, had rejected the word of the Lord through his servant Moses to let the children of Israel go from bondage. And before the tenth plague comes, the Lord tells the children of Israel to take a blemishless, a spotless lamb, keep it four days, and then kill it and eat it with unleavened bread and take some of its blood and put it on the lentil and doorposts of the house. Exodus chapter 12. Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt saying, This month shall be your beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak to all the congregation of Israel saying, On the tenth of this month every man shall take for himself a lamb according to the house of his father, a lamb for a household. And if the household is too small for the lamb, let him and his neighbor Next to his house, take it according to the number of the persons, according to each man's need. You shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats. Now you shall keep it until the 14th day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at twilight, and they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and on the lentil of the houses where they eat it. Then they shall eat the flesh on that night, roasted in fire with unleavened bread and with bitter herbs. They shall eat it. Then in Exodus 12, 13, we're going to see the Lord say, When I see the blood, his wrath would pass over the house that has the blood of the lamb. Now the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you and the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. Then down to verse 21. Then Moses called for all the elders of Israel and said to them, pick out and take lambs for yourselves according to your families and kill the Passover lamb. And you shall take a bunch of hyssop Dip it in the blood that is in the basin and strike the lintel and the door, two doorposts with the blood that is in the basin. And none of you shall go out of the door of his house until morning. They were told to strike the wooden doorposts 
with what? The blood of the spotless lamb. Well, then certainly the Lord did deliver the children of Israel out of bondage in Egypt. And then later in the Gospels, we see this man, John the Baptist. Look what he says about the Lamb of God, Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. In the Gospel of John, chapter 1, the next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And then later in the Gospels, we see four days before Passover, the Lamb of God comes down the Mount of Olives on a white donkey into Jerusalem four days before Passover. And in that four days, the wicked religious leaders look for spots and blemishes in the Lamb, but they can find none. Why? Because He's the Lamb of God. God the Son, the only begotten Son of God, Jesus Christ. And they say things to him like, good teacher, should we pay taxes to Caesar? And it's a catch-22, we've got him. Because if he says pay taxes, the Israeli people will reject him. And, and if he says don't pay taxes, the Romans would surely come down on him. But because he's the Lamb of God, he answers perfectly and says, render to Caesar what is Caesar's and to God. What is God's? Oh, hallelujah. And, and then we need to talk about the Passover Seder because in the book of Exodus and from that time on, the children of Israel were commanded by God to have a special night and to remember that Passover deliverance the Lord gave the children of Israel out of Egypt. And certainly every year Passover season, there's a Passover Seder and the most important Passover Seder ever is in Matthew 26. And our Savior Jesus is speaking. And he said, go into the city to a certain man and say to him, the teacher says, my time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. And later, beginning in verse 26, and as they were eating, Jesus took bread blessed and broke it, and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. He took the bread, what? The unleavened bread. The Lamb of God took up the unleavened bread and said, Eat it. Remember in Exodus, they were commanded to kill the lamb and eat it with what? unleavened bread. And the unleavened bread, it has stripes on it, reminding us of the stripes the Lamb of God, Yeshua, took upon his back for our sins. It has holes in it, in every ridge across the bread, all the way from top to bottom. And the holes remind us of the holes in the hands and feet of our great God and soon coming Savior, Jesus. He took up the cup and said it represented the blood of what? The new covenant in his blood that he would shed to pay for our sins. And he said to his disciples, and still does today, take from it and drink. And we know that during that Passover season, while Passover lambs were being slaughtered in the temple in Jerusalem, the Lamb of God lays his broken body down on the cross. He said, you don't take my life, I lay it down willingly. He lays his broken, beaten body down on the cross. And what do they do? They strike the wooden cross 
with the blood of the Lamb. And the Lamb of God goes up upon the cross, His innocent blood spilling down that cross to pay for every time we've broken God's laws, we've cursed His name, we've stolen, we've lied, we've lusted. The sins against God and others and against people He paid for that day on the cross. He was buried, but hallelujah, He didn't stay in the grave. And on the third day, on the third day, the Lamb of God rose from the grave. Excuse me. Oh, hallelujah and hallelujah. And he sent the Holy Spirit to live in this, who would receive Messiah Yeshua as Lord and Savior. That they would be born again, having applied the blood of the Lamb to the doorpost of their hearts. And on the day of judgment, the wrath of God would have passed over those who have the blood of the Lamb on the doorpost of their hearts. Listen to John chapter 1. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name, who are born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. What about you? What about you? Have you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Have you applied the blood of the Lamb to the doorpost of your heart? Well, we're going to take a break. And then when I come back, more from my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. Remember, watch Therefore and be ready. I want to take a moment to say thank you to those who prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore Ministries. Without you we could not do this exciting and effective and timely kingdom work. The Lord certainly has raised you up for such a time as this. And again, thank you. In Matthew 24, our great Savior Jesus speaks of a faithful, wise, and blessed servant who's watching for the Master to come and doing what the Master commanded. My aim for this television ministry and all of our ministries is to make faithful servant disciples of Messiah Jesus who will hear him say to them, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And one of the ways we walk that out is through Romans 1.16, taking the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first and then to the nations. To the Jew first with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by our ministry partner, John McTurnan and myself, we're working through our Israeli believing partners who are getting out the gospel, making disciples of Messiah Yeshua, planting believing congregations, helping to save babies from abortion, and also helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua and much more. And then to the nations through our ministry poured out for the nations where we're serving in African countries. I personally have served in 10 African countries and in India through one of our believing partners and also in America and through this Watch Therefore telecast all over the world. 200 countries, 200 million homes. And one of the ways you can keep up with what's going on in this ministry is through our monthly Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletters. I write about things that will help us to watch therefore and be ready and also news and updates about what's going on here in Israel through our partners and in the nations. Oh, it's an exciting way also to keep up with what you can be praying for 
for our prayer partners and what you're giving into for those who sow financially into this ministry. And I want to talk about that for a moment. And as I talk about financial giving, first I want to say, as always, if you haven't yet believed in our great Savior, Jesus, please don't send any money into this ministry. It's simply our desire that you would be our guest watching the program today and that you would receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And for those who would like to lay up their treasures in heaven, who understand principles of giving and sowing into the kingdom of God, if this is a place the Lord's called you to do so, there's three primary platforms through which you can give. Our Watch Therefore television ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, and Poured Out for the Nations. And you can do so through our website, watchtherefore.tv, and also through the post, through snail mail, at our P.O. Box by check. And what a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven. Having said all these things, remember today more than ever, watch therefore and be ready. Our King and Savior Jesus is coming for us any moment. The rapture is the next big event on the Lord's prophetic calendar. It will be the greatest thing that could ever take place in the life of a disciple of Messiah Jesus. Despite this clear event in scripture, there exists much confusion and heated debate around the rapture. These questions and more are answered in my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. What is it? Is it in the Bible? Why is there so much confusion about this topic? Why do fewer church leaders teach about the rapture today? Why has it become increasingly unpopular? Since there are different views and positions, can we know the truth about the rapture? Why is the rapture important to the Lord's disciples? The events found in the gospel truth about the rapture are leaping off its pages. Like never before, these scriptural truths pertain directly to the disciples of the Lord in this generation. If you would like your life to become dramatically more dynamic and hopeful, read and implement the gospel truth about the rapture. And with a tax-deductible gift of any amount to say thank you, we will send a copy of my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. Be sure to write Rapture Book in the check memo section or online giving notes. And be sure to watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. If you are a church or messianic congregational leader and would like to invite Dove for a speaking engagement, you can email doveforisrael at gmail.com or call 713-624-0943. And remember, watch Therefore and be ready. Welcome back to the program, Watch Therefore. You know, I often speak of these modern days of Noah and the terrible things that are going on today that are like Noah's day. But the good news is that Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord hallelujah, and praise his name. Yet Noah cooperated with that grace. And how did he do that? He built a boat. Noah built a boat. Hebrews 11, by faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is according to faith. Here we see that grace operates through faith. I'll say that again. Here we see the Lord's grace operates through faith. So how do we cooperate with the Lord's grace in these modern days of Noah? I'm glad you asked. 
I also write about this in my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. And why would this pertain to the rapture? The things I'm talking about with regard to Noah and his day and cooperating with grace. Because our preparation for the rapture is a key component of cooperating with the grace of the Lord in these modern days of Noah. Remember the Jewish wedding? I talk about it a lot on the program. The groom goes to the father's house. He goes back to the father's house to prepare a place for his bride. Nobody but the father knows when the groom, this groom, Messiah Jesus, will return for his bride. What's the bride to be doing? What is the bride of Christ to be doing? She's to be preparing for her new and eternal life, in this case, eternal life with the groom, Messiah, Jesus. She's not to be thinking, speaking, and living like others. She's totally set apart for the groom. Listen to 1 John chapter 3. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Therefore, the world does not know us because it did not know Him. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when He is revealed, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. And everyone who has this hope in Him purifies himself just as he is pure. When he is revealed, spoken of in these passages, that's the rapture. That's the rapture, folks. We'll be like our Lord and King Messiah Jesus in our resurrected, glorified bodies. Yes, and when I say resurrected, our Savior Jesus died in a human body, a sinless human body, he was buried, and on the third day, he what? He was resurrected in a glorified body. The, the dead in Messiah Jesus at the rapture will be resurrected in glorified bodies. I'm still praying and believing that, Lord willing, I'm going to be one of those who goes up on this side of the grave. Regardless, we'll be in our eternal glorified state and condition then, right? This is the hope. What hope? Everyone who has this hope in him, this is the blessed hope. The hope that today could be the day the groom returns for the bride. Everyone who has this blessed hope of the anytime returning groom is busy doing what? Making lots of money. Busy doing what? Uh, up to their ears, immersed in the things of this world. No, they're busy purifying themselves. What a strange concept in our modern Western Christianity, right? Yes, and we're to be purifying ourselves every day, looking for that blessed hope. And the Lord's grace helps us do just that, right? Cooperating with the grace of the Lord today is the bride purifying herself in great everyday anticipation for the anytime returning groom. Titus chapter 2, for the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly 
in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. Speak these things, exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no one despise you. Do you see it? Do you see it? This is the blessed hope of the returning groom for his bride. This is grace operating in our day like it did in Noah's day. The way we build the boat today is to cooperate with the, the Lord's grace to purify our lives in the midst of the corruption and the evil and the darkness of these modern days of Noah. This grace teaches us to deny ungodliness and worldly lusts and to live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present age in a world that is immersed in feeding from worldly lusts and, 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 and wickedness and embracing every kind of evil that there is today, drunken on sin and debauchery. And, and we're to be doing what as we're purifying ourselves? Looking for the rapture, the blessed hope, the Lord's appearing in the clouds in the rapture. Look again with me at verse 15. Speak these things, exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no one despise you. Why verse 15? Why? It's because the Holy Spirit knew and understood the great opposition to grace that would rise up in these modern days of Noah. How many of Noah's day prepared for the flood? Only Noah and his family. Today, even in church, scoffers against the rapture, they're a dime a dozen. They're a dime a dozen, and they're popular, and they're well-funded. Many are very much sought after Bible teachers and television personalities. And so many Christians, they're taught today to do everything except cooperate with the grace of the Lord in this critical hour, these modern days of Noah. And, and when you, I know this personally, because I do this, when I go to teach about the rapture, so many scoff at it. But that doesn't have to be you. Hallelujah. Like I told my children when they were coming up, I said, your friends and all the people around you may go 10 kinds of crazy, but it's not going to happen to you. And I told them, because I'm not going to let it. <laughs> right? Because I wanted to be a good daddy, a good father, and I taught them the word of the Lord and, and had very safe boundaries in my family and upon my children. And, and, they, and they grew up very differently than many others. Well, see, that's the way we're to be today. We're to be very different than so many others. Today, like never before, you can obey our Savior and embrace the grace of the Lord in these modern days of Noah. Our Savior speaks about this in Matthew 24. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day 
that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will the coming of the Son of Man be. Then two men will be in the field. One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore you... Me? Yes. You also be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. If you are saved, begin now by repenting of and confessing your sins. Repent. Confess. Get right with the Lord today. And like never before, Begin purifying your life and look every day for this Savior to come forth in the clouds. Maybe you need to get saved. Maybe you're hearing these things and you're recognizing, I'm not yet saved. I haven't been forgiven my sins. I haven't been given this new life and I certainly haven't been purifying my life. Today, believe that Jesus the Lord lived a sinless life on this earth. He died on the cross to pay for all of our sins. He was buried and hallelujah, on the third day he rose from the grave. And what does he require of you to be saved? Repent. Begin in your heart right now to change your mind about your sins and turn from them. And then physically begin to turn from your sins and believe that Jesus the Lord died and rose again to pay for your sins and receive him now as your Savior. Whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That means you. Call upon his name now. And if you're doing that, if you're doing that, oh, Jesus, Lord, save me. I'm going to repent. I'm turning away from my sins. Save me, Lord Jesus. I believe in you. Be my Lord and Savior. There's information at the bottom of your screen. Contact us. We want to send you some free literature to help you begin your new life in Christ, in our great Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. Oh, do that now. Please contact us. We want to get that out to you right away. And, and I want to briefly pray for everyone. Oh, Father in heaven, for everyone who's watching today, bless them tremendously right where they are. Oh, thank you for your grace that teaches us to deny wickedness and to embrace godliness, to serve you, Lord, with fear and to walk after you and to look for you to come for us. Bless all of our viewers tremendously. Please now, Lord Jesus, amen and amen. And the way we like to end the program around here is this. Watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming. Well, when is he coming? Any moment. Watch therefore. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R. I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at watchtherefore.tv. Until next time, We're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch, therefore, and be ready.
the lamb who was slain, he'll come again. Our conquering king on that day. His sword will go forth to take back and restore what belongs. <laughs>